Hey folks, I'm Stephen Peterkins, and this is episode 98 of the Peterkins Podcast. Today, we're going to talk about the tragedy of the commons. The tragedy of the commons is a term that's often used in economics to describe how we as individuals put our needs above those of the common good. In a situation where we're in a shared resource system, the tragedy is how these individuals act in accordance to their own self-interest and in contrast to the interest of the collective whole by depleting or spoiling a shared resource. In a modern economic context, the commons is meant to mean any shared and unregulated resource such as the atmosphere, oceans, and rivers. In a microsense, a common could even refer to the office refrigerator as well. I'm sure that you're aware that this is quite a dilemma, and is one of the main reasons that we're facing the climate crisis today. The effects of individuals to put themselves first above the common good can be catastrophic, as already entire ecosystems have collapsed because of the actions of just a minority of selfish people. It's very difficult to confront people who violate the commons. After all, they're doing what's best for themselves and see no issue with their behavior. Only until the altered environment of the commons starts to affect them personally might we see a change of their behavior and outlook. The tragedy of the commons is a well-known and studied problem, so you might be wondering what people have done to fix this problem in a wide variety of cases. Often the situation requires the government to step in and create clearly defined boundaries around the commons. Specifically, the government has three main tools for dealing with issues around the commons. The first solution is privatization. The idea being that if you own said resource, you are incentivized to protect and care for it. The second is regulation, where the government strictly controls who has access to a common resource at any given time. The last solution is internalizing externalities, which is a less hands-off approach in comparison to privatization and regulation. This involves assigning a cost to the consequences of a use of a particular resource. An easy example is a gasoline tax. We know that burning gas pollutes the atmosphere, so one should pay for the consequences of polluting the atmosphere when using that resource. While government solutions are fairly monolithic, non-government solutions are not. Eleanor Ostrom, who won a Nobel Prize in economics for her work around governance of the commons, suggests that all decisions surrounding governance need to happen as local as possible, and that there isn't one solution that works for every situation. Caring for the commons requires community effort built from the ground up and shaped to cultural norms. A system built on collective self-governance, recognized by higher authorities, with rules collectively determined by the people on the ground, found success in multiple places around the world. If that sounds vague, it's because it is. Abstractly, the solutions follow a similar pattern, but you would need to look into each and every example to obtain the specifics. Solving problems around governance of the commons is one of the most pressing issues of our time. From planet ecology to human health to spam email, 
there are tons of big and little problems that are based around management of the commons. All of these problems require us to be open to collective negotiation and communication with one another to reach an agreement we can mutually be satisfied with. Thanks for listening, and I'll talk to you later.